This is so exciting. No, I don't need any notes. It's all good. I've got the Word here. Who knows? God's got plenty of notes for us in the Bible. <laughs> Praise God. Wow, I enjoyed what Ruth said and what, what she mentioned about God saying to Moses, I am pleased with you. I am pleased with you. We're speaking about giving this morning. But first of all, do you, are you in the place where God is pleased with you? No use bringing an offering. Well, hey, you're welcome to bring an offering. It's always good to give. But you don't want to give it from a place where you feel God's not pleased with you. I want to tell you, if you're standing in Christ this morning, abiding in Him, God is as pleased with you as Jesus because you're in Him. He's in us and we're in Him. That's the place to give from this morning, in Christ. Yes? I think there's some here that don't, don't recognize, they haven't had a revelation yet of how pleased God is with them in Christ. Maybe you're standing in your own strength and you yet to experience how pleased God is with you as His son or His daughter. I want to tell you, as Ruth spoke those words, God is pleased with you. We could turn that into a whole message, couldn't we? What I'm bringing is from uh, Psalm, well-known verses 29, verse 1 and 2. It says, Give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones. You won't be feeling very mighty if you're not standing in Christ. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. The only place you're 100% righteous is in Christ. If you're standing and abiding in Him, you will be bold. You will not be afraid of anything. That's why it says, Give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones. Say, mighty ones. Yeah. Come on. Our Lord, our leader is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is a king. He is a mighty one. He is a king of praise. And we've been praising the Lord this morning, worshiping in the Lord this morning. We're not just speaking about money here this morning. When we give, we give of our service to the Lord. When we stack the chairs after the service or help in the kitchen or serve in any way, it says, give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones. When we praise the Lord, when we worship the Lord, we're giving to the Lord. Then it says, give unto the Lord the glory, a glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due to His name. Is your offering of praise this morning, are you in your offering of praise and worship this morning, were you giving to the Lord the glory due to His name or were you giving just a meager little bit? Were you giving out of your lack or were you giving out of your overflow? The place to be full and overflowing, your cup overflowing, running over is in Christ this morning. Give unto the Lord the glory due to His name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Praise God in Christ. We are completely righteous, completely holy. And it's only there, from that place, we can bring an offering. An offering to God that will be acceptable. Why, when Jesus was here, there were those that had plenty and they were throwing in their handfuls because they thought that was the right thing to do. But a widow, a widow brought her, her two pence or two mites or, or whatever it is you want to, just two cents, whatever it was very small, but it was all that she had, and she gave out of it. And it caught the Lord's attention. Because she gave from a place of favor and from blessing, a giving the Lord glory due to His name. He didn't, she didn't doubt and say, well, hang on a minute. If I give that, what I'm going to eat this afternoon, what I'm going to eat tomorrow. 
What's going to happen? Who's going to provide to me? She gave glory to him by knowing that he was the provider. It's amazing how our thinking often is limited when it comes to giving. I know that for myself. I'm a businessman. And one, one, of the, uh, one of the strengths is you can make money. One of the weak points is that your actually brain's thinking about exactly where it's going. You're very quick with figures and you can work out, well, hang on a minute. You see, and that doesn't become faith. Do you know, I just watched myself, even this morning as I got up and got ready for church. Do you know what I do? I go around switching off lights. When I was a kid, we didn't have much on the farm. Eight kids my parents brought up. We had no insulation in the house. It was very cold. But they did a good job of bringing us up. But Dad was always on to us about turn off the lights, stop wasting power. Today we can afford to waste power, but it's still there ingrained in us. Turn off the lights. I go around the house regularly turning lights off. What are these lights on for? You know, in the middle of the... And, and it's like all of us. Sometimes we just need a revelation of the goodness and the glory of God and give from that place. Let me read that again. Give unto the Lord the glory due to His name. He is Jehovah Jireh. He will provide for you. You do not need to fear. It's not about, it's not about what we have and what we don't have. It's not about of how much or how little. It's a matter of, for me, it's, it's just listening to the voice from here. The Spirit of God leading and directing. We can give from here or we can give from here. We can give from our hearts. Give this morning, I say, to the Lord the glory due unto Him. Not just in your offering of finances, but in your offering of service in the church, in your offering of praise and worship. Just reflect on it. The praise and the worship offering you gave this morning, was it, was it, was it, was it a worthy offering for the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, or was it just standing there thinking, oh, that's the fourth song. I wonder when it's going to be over. Come on. Come on, if it was, it's because you're still standing in yourself. God has set us free in freedom, liberty, life, power, glory. Mate, He's our provider. He's every, everything we have, it's in Christ. I better not keep going on. We've got a DVD coming up right now, but just give unto the Lord the glory due to His name, my brother and sister, this morning. Wow, wow. That's all I can say is like, wow. It was like, you can't explain it. The atmosphere is so warm. It's like Jesus is, oh, it's like God's hand over top of us. You know, the, it was just so warm. The um, preaching was so good. Like, oh, you can't explain it. You have to be there. Great to hold it up to you. And um, one thing that, I, that really got me was um, have faith. Like, yeah. don't be scared. Yeah. You know, don't, don't worry about what others think of you. Because yeah. you're, not, you're not praising them. Yeah. You're there to do it for... For Jesus and for God. So, yeah. Awesome. Morning, church. Um, Morning, yeah, first, first time going to something like that, so it was pretty, um, pretty mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being in the building with everyone's all mind focused on their one thing and yeah. you know, being with a whole bunch of Christians yeah. at one, one time, it was, it was mean as. Um, feeling a bit jet lag at the moment, but... <laughs> Get over it. And um oh, yeah. definitely do it again next year with um with our kids. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. 
Well, I just say we are very blessed to have taken um, these teams, so do remember it next year. And what I liked about it as well, there was like, oh, there must have been seven, 8,000 people there, and we're just glorious. Can you imagine the praises? It's just yeah. awesome. But Nellie and Martin's first time, oh, that was some of them, was it? Pictures? Nellie and Martin's first time, but also even flying. And you know Windy Wellington, it's, it's great. And I had one girl who was, um, she's not from our church, she's from Frontline, and they had been for the first time to conference. And she said, oh, she said, there's supposed to be 120 gale force winds, you know, in Wellington, and we're flying. And I just went, you know what? God is through the storm. He, it's, it's not a problem to him. And it was bumpy. And I know Martin and Nelly were like, oh, it was, it was bumpy flying out. But you know, God is even in the storm. He's, he's just everywhere. It was like, I'm on the plane. We're on the plane. Everything's going to be all good. Let's have a coffee break, eh? And enjoy talking to someone new. Hi, guys. Yeah, it was a pretty awesome conference, so you want to start saving your pennies up so you can come next year with us with a bigger team. Um, so one of the things that stood out to me um, was when Pastor Gillian Cameron shared. Um, so I'm not sure if you guys know um, in the Old Testament about, um, in chroni- 2 Chronicles, about um, the, the army of a million men um, from the Cushite Zera who went up against King Ace's army of 300,000 men. Um, Sounds pretty scary. A million men against 300,000 men. You would think, well, obviously the army that's the strongest with one million men would win. But what stood out to me was in 2 Chronicles chapter 14, um, it says, Then Asa called to the Lord his God and said, Lord, There is no one like you to help the powerless against the mighty. Help us, Lord our God, for we rely on you. And in your name, we have come against this vast army. Lord, you are our God. Do not let mere mortals prevail against you. The Lord struck down the Cushites before Asa and Judah. Such a great number of Cushites fell that they could not recover. They were crushed before the Lord and his forces. So I just thought that was pretty amazing because um, King Asa didn't just um, turn to human resources. Um, He looked to God in that time of need. Um, And I just want to encourage you guys that as Christians and as sons and daughters of God, we, we, have, we have access to supernatural resources. We have a, an unlimited supply of his resources. So I just want to encourage you guys to turn to that. So, yeah, take courage. Take courage. Um, so, yeah, whatever you face in life, you can have victory in your marriage, finances. If you're sick, Chloe. <laughs> Wait, you're not sick, you're healed. <laughs> um, and I just want to share like a little thing um, in my life. I'm, when I first got married, and actually before I got married, to be honest, I'm, sometimes I can be a pretty negative person. Like I can focus on negative things in life. And um, I've just slowly been trying to change that and to take courage. And God's been really helping me. So at, 
at this conference, it really just encouraged me to um, just to change that as well. And so I can call on the Lord and say, Lord, help me in this time. And so my marriage is changing. It's getting better. We're starting to be positive. And when I'm speaking this stuff out, it's just, yeah, changing before my eyes. So I really want to encourage you guys. Um, Steve? Steve? Oh, no. So it's been a real challenge since, you know, even while I was sitting at Arise and we knew that this is what we we're going to do on Sunday, it's like, what am I going to bring back? And at first I'm sort of looking for that one thing. And by the end of it, I've got a notebook full of words that I can't read because I was scribbling so fast. And I've got that much information that I need to get into that much time. Um, it was amazing. Like the whole time your mind was just processing. And from from, of course, what we do here. Part of me was listening to these amazing messages. Part of me was just having a time of worship where I didn't have to worry about what chord I was going to play next or what was happening next even. I could just actually sit there and worship and soak, which was great. Um, but the other part of me was watching the worship team and their tech team and everything like a hawk, seeing what they were doing and seeing some of those um, symbols from the worship leader back to the music director and stuff like that. There was one particular time I'll go side on because I was on the side of the stage, and there was something happening, and you could hear the band building up something, and the worship leader goes, oh. <laughs> I'm not saying we've had those moments, yeah, we have, lots, yeah, the, some of these guys, I'm not going to mention Chloe and Carmel, but they can give you a real look if you're doing the wrong thing, um, no, it's, <laughs> I'm getting that look now, okay, anyway, but the thing that really stood out for me, we had some amazing speakers, you've seen them up there, that man there, Jensen Franklin, spoke of this amazing message that rocked my world. Actually, it was on rock, yeah. Um, and it was on what the rocks would cry out if, if we didn't worship, what they would say. And it was amazing. And I don't have time to go through it this morning because you'd have to do it justice. But the one that I got the most out of, the most practical stuff, was a guy by the name of Jabin Chavez. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'd never heard of him before. Um, he told me he's, uh, you know, when he was speaking in one of these electives that he's from, this, um, from a state called New Mexico, in this town in New Mexico, of 1,700 people. He said, New Mexico, which is a state of America, not part of Mexico, is almost the size of Texas. But it has one million people in it. That's like less than Auckland and a state the size, almost the size of Texas. He says, so I am from the middle of nowhere. I am nobody. He was born in a, a trailer park from the middle of nowhere. And now he's preaching on an international scale. He says, only God can do that. You know, only God can take a boy from there and do that. But he was talking about, um, about leadership for everyday Christians, not just pastors, but you know, all of us are called to lead in our own ways. And he said, how do we do that? And he gave some real practical tips. And the one I'm going to talk about is when you say, you know, often you're at a conference, God, use me, God, use me. Three months later, God, the church is using me. When you say yes to God, you're saying yes to his house. You're saying yes to be part of this team and to serve God that way. Um, And one of the things he was talking about is being planted um, in the house, you know, planted as part of the team. That's one of the things I love about our church because so many of us are serving somewhere in the church and on rosters and in some part of it. But he talked about when you plant a palm tree. When they plant a palm tree, they put a rock on top of it. And the reason they put a rock on top of it, it will grow a little bit and then it'll stop. Well, it'll actually keep growing, but instead of growing up, it grows 
down and it plants its roots deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And then when the time is right, they remove the rock. And that point, those roots are so deep, it shoots up and it flourishes and it reaches for the sky. And then the hurricanes and the typhoons come and you see it on TV, those pictures of Florida or wherever, and the palm trees are bent right over, but they're still on the ground and the hurricane stops and the palm tree stands up again. So there are, a ta- there are times where we're being planted in the house and we're serving under the rock and what we're doing is we're growing our roots deep so that we've got a firm foundation in Christ so that when we are standing up and flourishing and those winds come, we're so grounded that there's no way it's going to pull us out of the, out of the ground. So there we go. Thank you. Thanks. Ruben, my man. So now I'd like to invite up my man Ruben, who I have an amazing amount of love and respect for. All yours, buddy. Feel it. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, no, Arise was awesome. It's my first time as well going down, and my wife's coming up as well, um, going down to anything anything like this Christian conference. I've been to a surveying conference. It's a little bit different. <laughs> Slightly different. But um, there's so many little nuggets that I took from the conference, so many little amazing things not little nuggets, massive nuggets. It's just completely twisted my perspective and uh, turned it on its head and just gone. There was a lot of confirmation of what I already knew and half believed and didn't quite have the backup for, and that was just confirmed and set in solid foundation. And there were a lot of things that I hadn't even thought of yet that my eyes were just open to. So I completely, completely recommend going down to this conference if you get a chance or any conference like it, I think. My wife's a bit of a veteran of conferences. (laughs) But one thing, that I, <laughs> one thing that I took away in particular uh, was from Pastor Brian Houston, and he, he did a, this awesome message um, when we were there the first night, wasn't it, called Troubling the Troubler, and this really reminded me of my brother-in-law, what he likes to say is, I want to be that kind of Christian that when I get up out of bed and my feet hit the ground in the morning, the enemy goes, he's awake again, here we go. That when he gets up and breathes his first breath in the morning, the enemy goes, oh no, what's he going to speak against me today? And gets a headache. Troubling the troubler is what he spoke about, and it's so awesome. And one of the things he spoke about was, when, you know, when I first started um, learning about the things of Christ, I was encouraged a lot that, you know, God is always with you wherever you go. God is always with you, whatever you do. Don't worry, it'll all work out. God is with you. Just follow him. Keep your eyes on him. And sometimes the focus can be taken off the fact that, we need that faith for a reason. And God spoke to, um, to Joshua before he took his people into the promised land. And he said, just out of Joshua 1, 9, verse, no, Joshua 1, verse 9, This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Be strong and be courageous. Now, there's a reason why God said to Joshua, be strong and be courageous, because he knew, even though God had promised him, he said, I am the Almighty God, and I have promised you all these things. Every step you take, you will take steps on land that you will own, and, and I, will, I will give it to you. It will be yours. And that sounds pretty easy, like he's just getting a handout, but God said, be strong and courageous. If he was going to give him a handout and just say, oh, it's yours and you won't have to fight for him, there was no need for him to be strong and courageous and rely on God. 
But that revelation came, be strong and courageous because he knew what was ahead of him. He had 32 kings to defeat. He had many challenges to go through. And that's us. When we're working for God's kingdom, when we're pushing forward in his kingdom, there's going to be resistance. The way that Brian put it was that when we're taking territory for the kingdom, the enemy is losing territory and he hates to lose territory. So there's going to be resistance. So when we take territory in our ministries or in our family or in our workplace or anything that we're working in, when we are taking territory for the kingdom, we're going to come against resistance. So we need to be strong, and we need to be courageous. Because you know what? We were called to take that territory. Jesus said, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That's what we're called to do. And we will meet resistance as we take territory for the kingdom. But we are to be strong and we are to be courageous. And you know what? We can because he's already won. We don't have to worry about losing. We've already won. We just need to be strong, be courageous, and the Lord is with us. So I'm just going to hand it over to my wife. She's going to share what she got. It's always nice when you have a husband like that. One of the things that I love uh, that was talked about quite a bit was um, accepting who we are and who God's called us to be and all of our weird and quirky differences um, just add to God's kingdom. And the more I think about that, the more I realize um, that our weirdness and all those things that we may not like, and that those things that stop us from conforming are indeed the things that will bless other people. And so um, I was just <laughs> looking at um, what Jensen had to say on one of his awesome messages, and he says, you can do nothing of eternal value without God. And I was just like, oh. But he also shared that you can succeed without him, but... It will not have an eternal value. It will only go so far. And we can have, you know, you can see your business thriving, but it's only going to do, or it's it's not going to stand the test of time. And so I got blessed by that. And also what Gillian was talking about um, in Romans chapter 8, verse 32, it says, Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? And that's based on talking about things in faith. And he says, when she was talking about to speak out God's word, name it and claim it. So we're believing for things in our life, and so we're just, our daughter's been a little bit unwell, but we're just like, no, we hear her coughing, but we're like, no, we name it, Lord, you know, you know our daughter, you know what's going on, heal it in Jesus' name, we claim it, move on. Amen. So that's just a bit about what I got. I just want you to know, these guys looked as they do now all conference long. They, they took their daughter around to everything, and, it, and they serve like this in our church as well. And do you know what? They, um, I want you to think about this. They are actually sowing into the life of their daughter and training her to be a minister by just bringing her along to everything they do and not letting her or the, the thoughts of her being a limitation, but seeing as training her for the house 
of God. And I'm telling you, that is the most important and powerful thing you can do in your life, is prepare others. Prepare others. Um, so what I want to talk about today is there was a lot of incredible things, as you've heard, but I want to talk about don't underestimate the gifting and calling that God has placed inside of you today. You might not think of yourself as being significant, but I'm telling you, each one of you is created in God's image. Do not underestimate that. God can do whatever he wants. He can do the impossible through you. And there was a story Pastor Brian Houston shared um, of, of a man who had, um, I believe he was a little, he was older, middle-aged, kind of like myself. So things were, things were in the natural, were on the decline. But, um, and he, he had felt he hadn't accomplished much. And he was really struggling. And um, he was commissioned to do a, a mural and uh, he, he really wanted to put something out, a statement out that meant something. So he, he took a, a line from Ecclesiastics, remember your creator in the days of your youth. And it was for a youth center. And it just so happened that Brian Houston needed some encouragement one day. And he was really floundering in his faith. And he walked into this place and he read that. And he made a decision there when he saw that mural that he was going to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said it was one of the defining moments of his life looking at this mural. And I, so whatever your gifting is, do not underestimate it. It could change the world. It can literally change the world. God can use the natural and use it in a supernatural way, multiply it, and, and just cause... Just amazing growth to happen and an amazing advancement in his kingdom to happen. So I want you to think about your dreams, your passions, the things you love. And I want you to think about those things and, and not, to, not to just value them lightly or lowly. But I want you to see that with the hand of God on those things, they could be mighty mighty instruments in the kingdom of heaven. So do not underestimate who you are. Do not underestimate uh, your dreams, your ambitions. Um, in fact, we, when we went to this conference, it was kind of the opposite of that. You were encouraged. You know, wh whatever you can dream, guess what? God can do exceedingly and abundantly above what your dream is. Even if your dream is way out there, way out there. So I want to encourage you today, it doesn't matter what stage you are in life, um, what you have done or haven't done, that God wants, he sees potential in you, unlimited potential, because God moves through his people. You are the body of Christ. You are Jesus Christ to the world. So I, I want you to think about that. And, and maybe you've got some desires um, that haven't been fulfilled. I'm telling you through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ, that is the only way those things will ever be fulfilled. You do not have the strength or the ability on your own. But when you take what you have and you turn it over to an almighty God, almighty things will happen. So I hope you're encouraged this morning. Um, if, you, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ this morning, I'd encourage you to just welcome him into your life. 
Pastor Jillian talked about having saving faith. And that's simply faith that accepts that Jesus Christ died for you. He gave his life for you. God gave his very best for you so that he could restore relationship. That there could be a restored relationship between God and man. So, so I'd encourage you, just accept that. If you don't yet believe in Jesus Christ, just accept that he, he gave his life for you and that he died and he was raised again and, and that you are dead to yourself and that you are raised to life in Christ Jesus. So I, I hope your dreams have been revived this morning as you've heard what people have talked about. I hope your faith has been revived this morning that you are believing for bigger and better things. So uh, this morning, just be blessed. We've got the worship team um, closing. I'd just like to pray a quick prayer for you. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you that is powerful and mighty. Lord, and that it accomplishes all you send it out to do. So this morning, I pray whatever our situation is, wherever we are in life, Lord, that we would grasp a hold of your word. And we would, we would just grasp a hold of you. We would put our trust in you because you are able. You are mighty to save, Lord. You can turn any situation around. Lord, when we don't see that it's possible, Lord, you see that it is possible. You are, you are the almighty, powerful God, Lord. So we give you our, our finances, Lord, our marriage, our relationships, Lord Jesus, our hopes and our dreams, and we place them in you today. In your precious name, Heavenly Father. Let's sing, church. Stand up to your feet. Give it
morning, church, as we go out of this place, you can live in confidence, you can live in peace, you can live in life, because you are victorious through Christ Jesus. Let's live this week from a place of heaven, from being at the right hand of the Father, having all authority, having all dominion. Wherever you step, you have dominion. If it's, if it's your home, you have dominion in your home. You have authority, you have peace, you have confidence that life is going to get better as you live with Jesus Christ. In your business, your business is going to go ahead in Jesus Christ. You are going to be promoted as you work for Jesus Christ. We can have full confidence and assurance in Him. He is the only solid foundation. So I'd encourage you, if you haven't placed your faith in Him yet, to do so. If you haven't placed your complete faith in Him, your complete confidence, your complete trust in Him, do that. So let's live a victorious week, church. Bless you.